Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's reality, yes. Let's love. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. My first thought... When I thought Shida looked uncomfortable when uh-huh. she met a Bilal's kids, uh-huh. my first thought was, does she think, are these his fucking kids for real, or is this another fucking prank? <laughs> these look different than the pictures. Are these fake kids? Are these fake, y'all? Are these your real kids? I, I don't know if Shida is shy, or if she's just so fucking shell-shocked and she's traumatized. Real- I I think it's a combination of all those things. I think she's also awkward. Yes. She's also not used. I don't think she's used to being social with people outside of her own family and circle. No. She's like, are we going to go down to the basement to play pool? Or are you going to kill me? (laughs) She doesn't know. I think that's a reality game. That's part of it. That's part of it. I think so, too. We just jumping right into house. it. It was a good episode. This is Reality Gaze, episode five, Breast Intentions. Breast Intentions. And ooh, we're going to talk about that. Boy. I'm calling it just now. set a match and strike hmm. it for all y'all, because ain't no topic that makes people fight more like breastfeeding. I am so glad I don't get involved on Reddit because oh, it's going to be a I, shit show. Emily and Kobe are going to be, I think, one of the most divisive 90 Day Fiance couples, full stop. Uh, I think I think she's going to be the villain of this season. I Even, even with Bilal there. But I think women are going to come for her even more. Well, they, they, they do, yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, for especially what she did on this episode, <laughs> if we know from Kim and Kyle from Craig Craig, Kim always gets way more shit than yeah. we or Kyle get. It's I think there's also there's there's also she's with this man who seems 
Besides all the you shouldn't breastfeed because those boobies are mine stuff, <sighs> she, she's also got a, a controlling aspect to her in all things involving yeah, her child. She's learned to let a lot of things go, Emily. And, um, yeah. and especially because she's she's been she's it's it's the thing that i kept thinking we'll we'll go into it because we're going to talk about them first but the thing i kept thinking is and you were so the first night you had to spend with him you were that controlling now you're going to be super controlling about how he interacts with your child yes and you're not even going to talk about it yeah did we record yes we're recording <laughs> just making sure if you're sitting so classless right I, here. I think yes. she, i think she told you right away how things were going to go and then her fucking grandma told you right away that we kind of do what emily tells and, us and to then do. the sign on the kitchen window seal said the same thing we do what emily says no, you didn't it said mom's did the mom's the boss so there literally was a sign on the window sill when he was making guacamole with his mother i think they meant in the kitchen but maybe not maybe not Anyway, oh, let's talk about y'all. We have a couple of announcements. I know it's some of you, your favorite parts of the I show. I will say this. I just want to <laughs> say it is. I really like this season so far. And <clears throat> no, I like it because I don't like anything. But the <laughs> but I like it for the most part. These are we're back to a little bit even. Influencer Jabri and Miona oh, who weren't on this episode. I did not miss them. We're Ugh. back to real problems on 90 Day Fiance. That is true. We're back to real people. With, it's not like on the other way or especially on before the 90 days where you're like, come on. You mean like the real problems when you, t- you know, it's the same old story when you take your fiance to a house that's not yours. Yeah. You know. <laughs> same old trope. Same old hope. Y'all, speaking of 90 Day Fiance, we've got another menage a trois coming this week. Oh, yes. Uh, with... Married to reality. Married to reality, John and Teresa. Don Teresa. We talked about a 90 Day Diaries episode. We did. Um, uh, that aired a couple of weeks ago. We had a great time with them. We found we out did. a little bit about their background as an international couple. Yeah, a lot of people think they're a 90 Day couple. They're not. They're no. an international. There's a difference. To find out why, listen to the show. Because we asked them. I think part one is on our feed. Yes, and part part two is going to be on their feed. We had a great time. We had a wonderful time. That's going to drop on. uh, We kept hitting on John. Yes, Um, that's going to drop on Thursday. It was okay because Teresa was in the closet the whole time. Literally, he put her in a closet, and she was (laughs) fine with it. Anyway, they're really funny, and I've listened to their show before and after. Their show's great. Married to reality. You should one. They talk about below deck. They also do that, and uh, married at first sight. sight. Y'all, y'all keep coming. If you want a married at first sight podcast. There you go. If I were to do all of this over again, yes, and if I had the chance to do it all again, <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be here. Would <laughs> Save that. I promise I wasn't going to say that. If you could see his face on the intimate portrait, y'all. <laughs> That's our $15 tier, by the way, on our Patreon. It would be me and Ryan Gosling yeah. talking about Night at Fiance. <laughs> and talking would be an OnlyFans video. <laughs> and I would just say, it's not much fun when you're, when you're having opinions. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. listen to me, honey. Mm-hmm. Can you fuck me like that character in Drive? Just oh, angry. God. <laughs> in that bomber jacket. Oh, that fucking jacket. Y'all, I could... <laughs> him in that jacket. 
That's so. I, 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 he could do unspeakable things to I me know. in that jacket. I know. Uh, no, I was saying that if I had the chance to do it all over again, I wonder if Night Day Fiance is obviously huge, but if we had jumped on the Married at First Sight bandwagon, that would have been our second show because it's very similar. I wish we And yeah. it's too big of a. The it's, problem it's is, a you guys, tank. it's too. It's a fucking behemoth. I and still want to do it, but I don't know how to wrap my arms around it. It's like what a, we. I'll say this. Maybe if we ever form a podcast network, we'll have someone, another podcaster, recapping it. I'm not going to do that. That's what I just said. If we're going to form a podcast network? Maybe. I've got dreams. Oh, God. Oh, God. I I don't want to handle. I just choose to announce them on the podcast. I'm already handling handling one artist. I'm not handling any other. We'd have have other producers and things. No, I I don't know. Sorry if I want a brand. I don't like this. Well, speaking of things you announce on the podcast, so we're doing the family Chantel in a couple of weeks when it comes out? Not not season three. We're not doing it. Uh, we're Y'all, we're starting. Out, we we're starting time. with classless. Yeah, we don't have time for it. The, they jump into in this new season. Yeah, we're we've starting got with classless. Lot. We just finished Bling Empire. Yes, that just finished that up. We have to. Well, we have to watch two more episodes yeah. of that, and then we've got Plathville that's coming. back. Plathville's coming back for season four. Uh, this and I can't wait because I kind of miss them when they're not here. I did too. I miss Moriah. What? I miss yes. Ethan and Olivia. We are going to get a and lot I miss of Micah. We're going to get a lot of Mama Plath saying she's not happy in her life, in her marriage, and she's going to be discovering herself uh, and teaching dance, and she's going to be doing, I bet, things like Zumba and all this new dance stuff. Pass. <laughs> well, we're going to watch it. If there was one thing you told me that would make me not want to watch, it'd be more Mama Plath. We're going to get a lot of it. Get ready. The only thing that could make me watch even less is more Papa Plath. Because he creeps me the fuck out. Well, I think he'll be going, I don't understand these women ways of not finding ourselves. Well, and we're gonna they're gonna address, I think, the Max Moriah breakup. They are season. They are. So there's that and you guys uh, our charity in the Sissy Squad this month, uh, that unless you're being under, been under a rock, you know that women's choice and just bodily autonomy for people who have uteruses, uteruses, uteri, uteruses. Uh, uterati. <laughs> the uterati. uterati. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they have the plural. <laughs> um, but that's under attack, and who knows what's going to happen soon. Our, our charity for this month, for the month of May, and we've raised uh, close to 2000 We I think we're yeah. going to probably get hit it, but it is the National Network for Abortion Funds, which actually helps women if, if, if God forbid, if abortion becomes Illegal. still not the law of the land in some states – Will you cannot get an abortion? That those are the funds set aside for women to travel to, to different travel. states. Yeah. So that's what that is for. Not, uh, not to go out on the street and say, "Hey, lady, want an abortion?" No, y'all. You know, buy your Levi's jeans. Companies like the Jew. Yes, yeah. there's other companies too, but I know Levi's and other countries said that they would. Did Amazon say it too? I don't know. Uh, but basically, that they would help their employees uh, <clears throat> if they have to travel out of state to get they will get an abortion they will pay for their travel Great. expenses um, the other thing we want to talk about is I guess we just say it whoop, also whoop, announcement whoop, whoop. this is a huge announcement like big Me, this is like this is bigger than when Poodle came back from China <laughs> this is 
This is bigger than when I met Harry, what's his name, from Too Hot to Handle outside. Harry Jousey. And he couldn't remember me. This is bigger than when Jake and Jake first got um, dicked down by a hot man in Chile. Ooh, that was a good time. That, that was, was big. This is <laughs> a, that was a very big moment <laughs> in my life. Literally, figurative. I can still taste the ceviche. (laughs) Wow. At the corners of his mouth. Wow. That just disgusted a lot of you out there. They have really good ceviche in Chile. That's good to know. Um, But speaking of international... We're going to London, Governor. We're going to London, Governor. Crossing the pond. Hello. 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 We're going to be there... We're going to be there in a week. We're going to be there, there in a week. And we're there for like a week. Uh, yes. And it's to speak at a podcast conference called The Podcast Show. The Podcast Show. Basically our podcast Very big network. European conference. This is only happening, honestly, because of the beautiful the beautiful women at Women well, Too. But I love that ACAST, our podcast network, is the majority of people that work at our podcast network, I believe, are women. I, and I feel like the, our team, especially, yeah, is teams, almost yeah, exclusively I love, I love women. Yeah, and um, so, but they have generously offered, we're speaking on a panel. About at, reality television. Yes, so we're going to be speaking at a panel in London, and so, because uh, y'all know we can't afford to go last minute. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to act. I don't know. I don't, it's I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be very much decorum if I can talk about dicks. I, I, I don't what? know. I don't know. Do you, are there different words for them? Willie. Willie. A Willie licker. A wanker. A wanker. A wanker spanker. That's also a, like, a, like a shitty person. Like How a do dick. you say an old fashioned in Londonish? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, we're going, but we need your help. Sissies, and we're that, not asking for money. <laughs> no, we're not. We really want, and we have some feelers already out there, so don't be offended. It, but we really would like to schedule. Uh, we would like to have a, a meetup meet up and sell tickets for a meetup somewhere at like a bar that probably could host. We imagine between fifty to hundred people yeah. in London. In London proper, we are we are staying. I believe it's in Kensington where we're I think staying. we're in that area. We don't mind traveling. We'll to take somewhere, the loo and mind the cat somewhere. <laughs> we've got to not do that over there. Because oh, I that's just I fucking I gotta, insulting. I got to get it out now. I can't do um, that there. I cannot do that there. It's going to be really difficult. You can't shake your head like you're Catherine Hepburn. Oh, it's true. I did just buy a, a nail polish though from Olive and June called the Queen Scone. I'm going to wear it when I'm oh, there. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Um, so if you have, if you are a British sissy who lives near London, if you have ideas for a venue where we could do this, we just don't know. Now, and listen. So, you have to have a connection. <laughs> you can't just say, I fucked this bartender. Or I live on, downstairs from a bar. I don't know. I don't know anybody. Like, you actually maybe know an owner a manager, someone we could potentially talk to. to yeah, this we're not saying this is going to happen, y'all, because it's so. And last we're just, minute. we're just. Uh, this is like a hail mary. We're throwing it out. I thought we'd talk about it on the podcast and we see. Do, we would do a live show, but know. we don't have enough. There time is to book no a time theater, to book a theater. tickets. So we thought at least we could do for our sissies. We would love. To we would do love a to meet up. our London fans or anybody who wants to drive in. Yeah, probably. I don't. So you just some, drive in from Scotland. That's some of fine. You, some of you Irish people can Actually, come over to. Uh, you'd probably have to find childcare. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I know it's hard to find for your fifteen kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Irish people have the best sense of humor in the world. They do. So we're we're very excited. Just leave them at home with that. 
Poodle's that already turned his thing scruff of on to traveling. Oh, I have. I know you have. I'm, all, I'm already talking to the boys. Oh, boy. Soho we, is ablaze. Uh, we definitely told them we need separate rooms. <laughs> That's not even an option anymore. Not an option. So, I snore and he fucks. <laughs> so, getting to that. Um... Also, we have live shows on on sale. Uh, not but, on our website. Not on our, our website. website got because, hacked. Uh, that uh, that means we're big now. That, that means, that's what our website. But go to our site. Instagram, our link tree on our Instagram, yeah. and you will be able to choose all of those cities. The first one's coming up is June sixteenth, Mother Poodle's birthday in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, I'm going to tell you right now, it's a bitch getting in there. You fuckers. Oh, Ohio. I'm going to have a lot to say about this oh, on the boy. first step on the Ohio, Ohio Apology o- Tour. Ohio is already fucking us. Um, let me look because <laughs> I just want to get it uh, correct. We're going to be quickly Columbus, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Minneapolis, Phoenix, San Francisco, Dallas, Austin, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and Denver. So if the, one of those are your cities, if you can't find a link tree link, just Google Reality Gaze. We're in here Denver. in your town. Yeah, if you put Reality Gaze in Denver, it'll come up. Yeah. So, 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 let's jump right into the show. Before yes. we do that, you can fast forward. This is probably about like three or four minutes. I we just, have a lot to talk about. I was asked to do this uh, by a bunch of sissies, and I watched, I watched, um, what's this? Oh, I watched a little bit of the, uh, Eurovision. the Eurovision finale. I'm a fan. Uh, it's you on told Peacock me to watch now. it, I forgot. It's on Peacock now, the semifinal. They are worth a watch. It is European gay pop craziness, and it is so decadent. Johnny Weir is hosting it. I bet he's a great host. Um, He's really funny. Oh, good. Um, How we found this out, you're like, you know, the gay skater. I'm like, which one? And we had to go through four. (laughs) There was four. Yeah, we finally got there. So these are my tipsy thoughts while watching the Eurovision. This is my... uh, Poodle's Eurovision purview. <laughs> okay. Poodle's Europe. Europe. Again, fast forward five minutes if you don't want to hear. Um, so, uh, if it, if the host, they always host by like three Euro trash celebrities. Yeah. And this was Stefano, what's his name? I can't remember his name. He was hot. Or Alessandro. Uh, I think he's an actor. And Laura Pausini, who is a singer singer i'm gonna get hate for that because i thought she sounded awful um and mika uh the i know who that is i've heard of mika yes you know who that is super crazy 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 uh thin and kind of androgynous yes yes yeah he's not but i think he's less gay than he was is he still gay i i don't know if he is or not i think he'd have to be he's made so much money from those tiktok videos i agree I need to talk about this. Don't don't waylay me. Okay. All right. So, I start off. These are tipsy thoughts. Some of these may make sense. Some of these may not. Great. Laura is wearing a Clinique coat. She oh. started out in red, went to white, and now it's blue. Wait, that's the French flag. Never mind, there's yellow. It looks like she got caught in a rainstorm. Now it's black with red gloves. Is this all her hits? Well, that's sad. <laughs> I didn't say wow. they were nice. Mika wow. is wearing the same suit this whole time in every single color. Some, it looks like something from Rose, Rosie O'Donnell's closet. Oh. Um, Czech Republic. Now I'm talking about the axe. Wet hair again. This song is called Where Are You Now? If you have to ask, not a great sign. 
I don't oh, think no. it's enough, and this feels like a bad early 2000s lesbian track. Romania. This guy looks like that Latin queen at Cobra who dances. <laughs> oh, I remember yes. the, the one with the teeth? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, also looks like a pig belt buckle that around his, but it's too big. Looks like a bad show choir number that they gave the, that they gave the gay guy because he needed something to do. Hey, is that a dig? <laughs> is that a um, dig? Portugal, bunch of ladies singing in a moon drum circle. They've all seen each other's pussies. <laughs> this is the wow. staff of a, rid- a really ridiculous New Age spa in Malibu. Lots of flowing robes. Wow. Uh, Finland, do we have to talk about this dated bullshit? It's like the guy having the it imagery with the balloon at the beginning. Uh, he's 20 years old to be wearing this, 20 years too old to be wearing this outfit and makeup. It stops being cute and we can see your receding hairline. I'm a bitch. <laughs> you are. Um, You're a bitch. He's got one of those bodies that you know they work hard for, but no one wants to see. Oh, 20 wow. something girls have thrown themselves on that body with terrible sexual results. Wow. <laughs> I, this is mean. Uh, Switzerland looks and sounds like a cross between Ellen and Tom Waits. <laughs> wow. This song is called Boys Do Cry. They do. Meh. <laughs> Meh. I'm getting major Leia Delaria vibes. <laughs> okay. If I didn't hear him singing, I would assume he's on a lesbian comedy tour. This style of singing was popular 15 years ago when Mumford and Sons did it. His hair reminds me of Jonathan Brandis, and now I'm sad thinking about Sequest and him killing himself. Okay, um, y'all just go to Jake <laughs> it or Fake It for the apologies. France! Uh, First, the big five. Now, the big five, y'all, is because they pay so much money to advertisers, they don't have to go to the semifinals, which I think is fucked, and I've always think thought is fucked. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's a song in Breton language, uh, and there's three girls and a really hot French guy. Where am I? He's wearing lots of eye makeup and dancing around. This music sucks, but I don't care. Talk dirty to me, you French motherfucker, in lots of loose clothing. Okay, this is underwhelming. This is the best all of France has. Who cares? They're zooming on on him, and I'm in love. There's a, <laughs> there's green fire around the stage, and I don't understand this imagery at all. Again, who cares? Um, this guy's gorgeous. Wow. <laughs> he was hot though. Norway. This is a fake joke group. Wow. <laughs> Give the wolf a banana. I actually like this song, but that's not what the contest's about. I guess they need something to fend off that seasonal depression of 18 hours of darkness. The guys are tall, and I kind of want to see if they have big dicks. Armenia. This is that Snap song that I saw. She's a big girl with a catchy song, and I'm here for it. I don't think she's going to win. Also, American audiences would never be happy with everyone doing the same thing twice. I am so glad (laughs) that you aren't a vlogger or, or a blogger. Duo of two guys. This harmony is bad. Really bad. One's wearing a suit and the other a jewel-encrusted jumpsuit. Looks like something at Vegas, but like way down the strip. I don't think I can forgive them for these terrible vocals. And also them mouthing words to one another like they want to fuck each other. Are they friends? Are they in a relationship? Then why are they singing the song to each other? It looks like one wants to lick the other's face. Nope, never mind. Now we're going into a weird rap part. Pass. <laughs> Maybe they kiss at the end like that group tattoo. <laughs> Remember them, the Russian girls? 
all the things you said, all the things you said. Run and they would head. kiss at the they end. They would kiss at the end of the song. That was their that was their thing. And I just wrote, wait, no, they didn't kiss. Who cares? <laughs> what would your mother I think? I thought this would be nicer, but it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Spain. Wow. Chanel. She's more of an actress than a singer. Not a thing you want to hear. <laughs> this looks this like a payback. Super Bowl halftime show, but we don't know the song. Bullfighter-esque, which is iffy, coming from Spain. Lots of skin on the guys. It's obviously they can sell it that way. And she can dance. Okay. Netherlands. I wasn't high on the song in the semifinals, and I still don't like it now. Blonde chick with long hair and altered tuxedo jacket. This sounds like a terrible Everlast song. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know that song? They really, really know what it's like, what it's like. I didn't I like it then either. Okay. Um, Ukraine. This song looks like something on MTV Raps in 1994, but it's a fucking bop, and I've been singing it all week. Well, that's good. Um, it's named after the lead singer's mom, Stefania. God, I love these vocals combined with the rapping and and all these costumes. It works for me. They would win if it was up to me. Now they're blowing on a Ukrainian bagpipe. It's a weird year, and they are the ones to beat. Germany. This kid is German-American. <laughs> he starts off on a keyboard and goes through a drum pad. Not a great vocal. There's a weird rap spoken thing in the middle. He's hot, but better keep your day job. Lithuania. <laughs> they were like 25. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shorten it. Wait, 25? This feels like a Bond theme in You've the 60s. You've got three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. We told them 10 minutes. Greece. I love this woman. This song is called Die Together, though. I would have really loved... 14-year-old Poodle would have loved this. <sighs> Iceland. Looks like a women's music festival. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. Ukraine won, and I was happy. Oh, well, good. <laughs> They're kind of the only one you said nice things about. <laughs> well, if you're still... It's Eurovision. It's all garbage. You're still listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> there, there were, y'all... Uh, this, this this competition was invented to keep gay men busy. It's like, true. That's it, true. It I, is... I agree with that. <laughs> Eurovision. We keep gay men busy. And also for them, like, for them uh, being in, uh, for to keep gay singers to, to throw bones to them or singer dancers. Because a lot of these guys should have been, like, like MCs at a drag well, show. Isn't this kind of what the drag version of this wanted to be? Uh, drag Queen of the Universe? Oh, Queen of the Universe, Which yeah. I like that show. Was it Queen of the Universe? Yeah. I didn't watch all of it, but it's, I watched like It's them. not, though. It's not the same, but they tried. But the spectacle of this is yes. unbelievable because yes. there's more money than Jesus. Yes. Um, that is it. That is my Eurovision purview. Poodles Eurovision I, purview. I don't think it really worked, but I enjoyed it. Go ahead and delete that <laughs> note. I don't think we'll be revisiting that one again. <laughs> think it's uh if you have any comments questions concerns about poodles you can go to jake it or fake it per, go to jake it or fake it feel free to leave off the matt mar <laughs> don't need to read them i would highly encourage uh uh eurovision watching though it's, it's really fun it's fun it is uh, i mean i imagine now we can get the show thing. after 26 minutes wow i only said five minutes it was about that long all right y'all let's talk about emily and kobe <sighs> I, cut, I just, cut. Uh, my drizzly order is going to come soon. What? You're, 
Y'all, we have to stop the show because Poodles, I'm no, I'm not, this is on camera. We have to stop the show because Poodles, after that long diatribe of fucking Eurovision, now I can't talk about Emily and Kobe because his drizzly order is here. Fuck this, we're taking a commercial, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. All right, Emily and I got Kobe. my Drizzly order. Emily uh, and Kobe. Let's do this. We're pumping, pumping, pumping. Pumpin'. Get got those boobies pumping. Pumpin'. Got milk. <laughs> now, uh, so this is, I just want to say, this is still day one. Yeah, this is still day this one. This is the first day. We're on like three days with everyone else. Yeah. Let me just say this. Uh, we've said this before at the beginning of the episode. We don't have a problem with women pumping, no. breast pumping during that. Keep talking. Uh, I'm just going to fix I, our light. I don't think, I I don't think in this day and age that. What are you doing? Fixing the light. Oh. You had to turn just towards you. Didn't know I didn't. And you had light. I have these on two you. over here. Uh huh. Um, it's it's if she if her family is comfortable with it for us, 
it, that's all we need to say. Um, my dad never would have liked it. He would have been old school. So, yeah. and I'm not saying that's right, but I'm just saying that. No, my mother would. Go, can't she put something over herself? And I only say and that my because mother loves breastfeeding. Some of our listeners are not. And guess yeah. what? There's a lot of different opinions on this. It doesn't fucking matter because it's not your body. Yeah, it's Emily not your family. Is the mother, it's Emily's family. It's what they're and. I, you know, I'm all about accepting new cultures and all that, but it, I, I thought the, I actually thought Emily handled it and her dad handled it fine. I, I thought it was really smart of the dad and mom not to get involved. Okay. They're so far, and I feel like I'm going to regret this. They're the most rational. You, since, rational. you had a problem with them last episode though. I did. But so, but the way they're, well, not the last, the first episode. Oh, okay. I still don't like them. Uh, uh, I get where they were coming from. I, I feel like what I have a problem with is I do think that they have um, they've taken care of Emily so much that well, yeah, Emily definitely. is spoiled, and she get and this. I do have a problem with what they say later in this episode, but right now I thought they handled it great. How they were kind of like, let's just stay out of this, and for the most part, at the dinner, the way they behaved was. Wonderful compared to like if we look at of how like Jabri's mother is acting and yep. other mothers in the past, but I also don't love that they're all kind of like Emily's the boss. She's no, the bo- no, and that's, I want to and I want to be like it's not Emily's house. It's we were, your house. We were mostly talking about their relaction to Kobe. Yes, before. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the relation um, to Kobe. And but he was he's basically saying if you don't watch the episode, you guys, he's basically saying. Do you have to do that now? It's disrespectful to do that in front of your parents. Can you go? I thought the, the worst thing to say is, can you go to the basement? And I of didn't course, like any of this. She no. reacted not well to any of that. And I, think, I actually, well, I think she was. Well, I, I should say she, she didn't react, well. but she just kind of went, what do you mean? I think what her, what a lot of people respond to about her face, her tongue is huge. And it just sits yeah. there in her mouth like this. Yeah, like I, I have a tongue thrust too. Teeth. I have a big tongue too. Never had any complaints. Ooh, I can touch my nose. Maybe too. that's why. Maybe she reminds me of you. Maybe. <laughs> and my son. Um. Anyway, so he basically says in Africa, he's like, "Can we try it that way?" In Africa, uh, women will be more discreet. Uh, and your father's right there, and he's. She's like, he doesn't care. This is what I've been doing. The dad comes over, and I'm, th- I thought he was going to say something, and he doesn't, thank goodness. And But he says, this is a – I will say this, you guys. When people use this expression, know that it is always, almost always riddled with judgment. The phrase, I wasn't brought up like that, usually means that – You were brought up wrong. Yes. Yeah. So if there's – any way you can say something without saying the phrase, I wasn't brought up like that, it implies that not that you, not that you're just doing something wrong, and what's worse is you were raised incorrectly. I mean, so you're also bring, talking you about could, the parents. You could say, oh, I was, wasn't, you know, my parents weren't around and my brother and I just raised herself in a barn, so I just wasn't brought up that way. That's a but different it's, intention. It's but almost always. But so I'm just, yeah. there is a, but it, the intention he was saying it really was kind of like we just, was a, a shaming intention. Yeah. Then we just jump right into him saying, and I, and I just want to say, then I was like, okay, 
dude, step back. You're out of your league here. It's her house. But you know what? I'll give you this because maybe that is a cultural thing for you. And then he said, I think what you're about to say. So how long are you going to breastfeed? <laughs> and I went, oh, oh we're going to no. this a lot. No, oh. no. Now he's telling her how long to breastfeed. And then it finally comes out in his testimonial. What this has been all along is I don't want to share the boobies with my son. I want to be able to kiss on my wife's or my fiance's boobies. Where my son's mouth wasn't. Which helped give essential nutrients and sustenance to my baby and, to live. And I, I Th- would That's lo- where I went, fuck you. I would love to somehow defend this, but I cannot. I, I mean... I, no. I, I don't think this is the worst thing we've seen on 90 Day Fiance. And I question, I started asking myself that because, and I realized I had a lot of just, man, I feel sorry for a lot of women in our country and around the world because I think of what a calm, I've, how many times have you heard? It's like you're at, pledging to allegiance. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm clutching my pearls, okay. rather. How many times have you heard at your kitchen table or at somebody else's kitchen table People talking about another woman breastfeeding about what she's supposed to do with that when it's not even their child. Or I haven't heard a ton of it, but I heard I, a lot of it. I heard a lot of my mother saying, "Not from my mother should be breastfeeding." I didn't hear it a lot from my mother. My mother, <clears throat> I will say, has never been. She was, yeah. and even with my daughter-in-law, she was like, "Do whatever you want." My mother's a be- a big breastfeeding advocate. But my mother has been all the time, "Do whatever is good for you." Yeah, but. I've heard so many in my friend's circle of people talk about this. And so it just, it kind of felt like a knife to my stomach that Emily is probably, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm not getting choked up. Um, I was just getting choked. Emily's probably heard this and then she has to fucking hear this on the first day from the guy that's supposed to be her potential husband. See, that sucks. I don't think she's heard that a lot because I don't think she goes out a lot. Um, well, it was COVID when she yeah, had COVID. But I think... I Wait, think they have a very Coben, Coben? Co- Coben. It was Coben. I think they have Coben. a very insular family. Yeah, I think and so too. And I but anyway, it it does not it does not end well and she She says my dad doesn't care and all that and dad yeah. does say and she I basically don't care. says I'm going to lose my shit on you. The dad even went in then and said the longer the better. <clears throat> yeah. And she just said she basically said I'm taking care of my son and she says, you know, um, why don't you just go in? Why, all she said was, "Why don't you just go in there and help your future mother-in-law make dinner?" It, it was passive aggressive. It was well. She actually did say she said, "Go help my mom cook dinner." She did say that. I didn't think anything about it at it, all. Well, and he immediately bristled and said, "Stop controlling me." Yeah. So you know, this is like we're seeing in the first four hours of the meeting how. This is going to be a total battle of cultures here and of stubbornness. Here's what I think, Um, because I'm going to tell you. Um, What's that noise? What noise? It's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Is there something on your laptop? Never mind. I'll just get past it. If something is playing on your phone or something. No, everything's on Do Not Disturb. It's on somebody just called me like two minutes ago or 10 when you were telling that fucking Eurovision. <laughs> I had two calls. You didn't hear a damn thing when you're going on about that. That's true. Um, I thought, what am I saying? Uh, 
to to me, it feels like they were basically on vacation mm-hmm. time. So of course he wasn't serious. Yeah, nothing is serious until she wasn't either. You have a, exactly, and so she, when she was saying, "I've never seen him do anything like this," because what you were doing wasn't real life. And when you did, I think they talked a lot on Skype or Zoom or wherever, or but. Never, it was still always fun conversations because yep. they didn't talk about money. They haven't talked about any serious conversations. Yeah, but being like, hasn't he also? He, y'all, we've seen this kid. He's like, when he's hungry, he's like, boobs, let's go. Right. Like digging his face in there. So wouldn't she like be holding him and talk and holding Coben and talking to their dad, his dad? I and don't then know. Breastfeeding him while they. I. I also want to talk about later on the bed talk? when she says he nurses to sleep. Um, uh, I actually spoke to my mom about this this morning. Oh, yeah? And she says, that's something you that you do. Uh, she's like, but you need to wean that off quick because then they just do it as a distraction. It's not about – it's like that's that's part of the process. She's like, then it just becomes something to do. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I would. Um, I mean, I personally. She's like, it's a good way to get your kid to shut up. <clears throat> is that <throat> is that why I need to fall asleep with a dick in my mouth? Yes, because I just I'm right off. Just, but <clears throat> but she said that was a thing that when she my mother was the Leche League, and she's like that was a thing they told you know when your kid is hungry and when he's bored. Ah, and to to separate that. I'm not being judgmental. I tell my but, boyfriend I'm not hungry at night. But <laughs> I'm just bored. But I'm saying that's. That that you, you that I brought that up to her and she goes, oh yeah, people that's that's a thing. People do do that. Uh, you're gonna get your mother into this show and she's gonna start calling you, Jaybird. Yeah. But she said it makes sense to me because that would she goes, sometimes you were so tired you would just then that was a way to get them calmed down. Mm. I I kind of wasn't not even thinking about the baby breastfeeding anymore because I was just thinking about. This woman wanting to kick out the father of this baby the first night he arrives in this country and making him sleep in another bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty rough. And the disgustingness of that. Yeah. Like, so you, I don't know. I'm not a mother. I'm not a father. So I know kids' schedules is a big thing. So y'all come at me nicely. But, come at me nicely if, if I'm totally stepping out of this because I know schedule's a big thing. But I feel like when... After two years, when someone's father and he is willingly to come, you're going to have a couple of rough nights. I you're w- just going to have a growing period where it's not going to be great. Or is this your phone? Please tell me this is your phone that's been talking. Please tell me it's been your phone. That it I is my have. phone the whole time. Apology accepted. I'm sorry. Wow. His phone has been, he's been talking to the fucking drizzly person. <laughs> They've been, this person's going, some some person's talking about breastfeeding and boobs this whole time. I don't know what was happening. Maybe they enjoyed your Eurovision. Let's hope so. Or, oh, I don't know, that was after. But uh, anyway, I just want to say, but come at me. But to me, my feeling was, you're going to have a rough week. It's going to be a hard week I, of adjusting. And that's what you do. I just thought. Give them a day. Give them one day to do it just for him to spend the time. I get schedules too, but maybe decide we can sleep late if if, if Coben doesn't do it. And, it's not like they but, both have jobs the next I, day. Exactly. 
I don't think this was about that at all. No, I think this was she would have bought a bigger bed like he asked her. This was about her laying down the law of what she thought how this is how we're going to raise our kid and you're going to have little to no input. Yeah, this is true. I'm going to look up some. Yeah, and and honestly, and I and I kind of I can understand where she starts feeling this way, but she is not asking for his input at all. There's no excuse. Yep. I just looked this up because so, I thought it wasn't far. Salina, Kansas is only three hours and 30 minutes from Oklahoma City. And you know what's in Oklahoma City. Mathis Brothers. Mathis Brothers. You could get a queen, a queen size or king size bed for five ninety nine. <laughs> you could get your Ashley headboard with your Sealy mattress from the fucking Mathis Brothers. Hope it's not an upholstered headboard. You know how I feel. Anyway, I'm just saying there's no fucking excuse for them to buy a cheap ass bed yeah. just for them to sleep in. I let's just talk about the finish. Let's let's finish uh, that and we'll go back to the dinner. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, I they are I got activated like hugs. They are He is where it starts is she's like, Don't wild him up, he's going to bed. And all I can think of is this is the maybe save this for when we sit down and talk about our kids. Uh, nighttime rituals instead of it's almost like she needs to it's the same thing when she was telling him I don't know if you caught it last week I, I wrote it down but I didn't say it when she was saying don't touch his feet don't do those things to my baby she even fucks up and says my baby yeah. this time and it feels very defensive about him even being there and what's interesting is I think she's realized I've really created this bond with my kid that's only mine. And my parents can come in the bubble, but no one else can. Yeah. And I think, I think she's got a rude awakening ahead of her. Um, Which I think is a natural thing to do. She was probably upset that she was having this baby around. She probably yeah. what? So, yeah. But I think you're dead on. This is a rude awakening to her. I feel for her in that if this is a hard situation to adjust to but the way she's going about this seems so uh just not caring about his feelings at well, all it's part of it's the double speak of her saying i can't wait for i can't wait sorry i can't wait for uh uh for kobe to meet kobe uh so because uh, if we're yeah because i can't wait to see my my father interact with the child and it's such lip service because you really don't want that and so this is kind of what i the, maybe they are perfect for each other because i think what's worse demeaning your wife and trying to shame her about breastfeeding or not letting your father see their child after they haven't seen them ever in their whole life and making them spend a night fucking you yeah making you like each one of those like things a to me are are deplorable things to to spring on a person yep agree and then she says that you're distracting him, distracting him from what? It just it I get been. it that you have a night routine, but come on, let him have one night. But also, just explain it to him not in a reactive way. Like I, I babysat before when I was in high school and stuff. In middle school, I'd babysit people's kids, and it's their parents would say. So when we, when we do like put them to bed, this is what we do, and there wasn't no explanation. She just is kind of like. I get it. She's tired too, but he's the one that's traveled so yeah, far and all. But this. you weren't that baby's father. No, yeah, and I mean, but even with me, they explain that. So, but yes, but I'm just saying she could have said like, "Hey, when it's bedtime, 
We don't try to play with him as much. We try to be like she didn't explain any of that. She just kind of said, "Come on, we're going to bed." You're right. And then when he had a, a trying to bond with his child, she's like slapping his hand, saying, "Don't do that. Don't do that." Emily, you're Coben's mother, not Kobe's mother. See, to me, it feels even more sinister than that. It feels. Like she needs to, like she's the one who's going to decide how he interacts with her child. Oh, and I, I think, think for, for, I think for sure. I don't think she, and I think it's Americanism a lot of it. In that she feels like she has nothing to prove, and she really doesn't because nobody's ever going to take away the baby from her. No, she's the mother, and the baby was born here. Yeah, what do you mean by Americanism? That she, because she lives in America and the baby's born here and she's a, that she has like the upper hand. That, oh, yeah. That she has way less or nothing to lose if this doesn't work out. Oh, and yeah. And Kobe do, has everything to lose. And I think that, she I'm likes. I'm not saying he does. I'm saying she feels that no, way. No, I think she likes being that way. Yeah. As, the, as we see in dinner when grandma, even grandma says, you need to learn. We do what Emily does. And I think. Because Emily's probably gotten her way by throwing some type of histrionic fight. Or and her fit, parents always give And in. they give in to her. Because it was great the way the parents acted hands off. However, yep. with their fight earlier, I bet you that's that what they've done with Emily the whole time. Oh, yeah. I, don't th- I think it's total that like uh, what we call it, that, that kind of wasp way of not ever talking about things. I don't think, I think things are covered up in this. Yeah. Not covered up, but I just think they don't talk about all of her woohoo times in the past with different guys. They just go, oh, Emily. Well, no, she's the loser. So they think the family loser. So they have to spend twice as I much I think work. more delicate flower. She's a delicate flower that they don't ever want to touch. They don't ever want to challenge. Or but, maybe both. But they shade her. But maybe both. But only when they shade her, but it's only... We'll see. I mean, we'll see if they have arguments and disagreements with her this season. You can just tell, though, the parents treat both their daughters very differently. It yeah. just tells you... Because Madeline is very put together. Bangs, otherwise known as Bangs. Bangs. Um and anyway they they have that dinner uh they just talk a little bit about Cameroon and having French Cameroon. and English uh, uh ancestry and this never, conversation was great and it never really went anywhere I d- did say it was so interesting when when he said my dad was never married to my mom I was I was fathered out of wedlock and he said and he was never my role model and that's why I want to really make sure I have that with my son. He wants to stop the cycle. And it's like... Like Susan oh, Powell. No, stop you, the insanity! Stop the insanity! You, you feel for him, and in that moment, I think like... You, I feel like Kobe's a good guy, and he wants to do the right thing. I just don't know if... Uh, I just don't know if... And I feel like Emily is a good person too. She's just shroud. She's wrapped in this just spoiledness. And I think if she ever, ironically, if they ever can learn to, I think they're both stubborn. I think they're both really stubborn and there's not going to be a lot of compromising on their end. It's going to be a lot for them. I know we originally said we didn't think they had a lot of problems. I look at that differently now. I think they're going to have a lot of problems over not even 
not even big situations because they're both going to be very yeah. stubborn, I think. Um, then what do you think – it is also – and I think she thinks she's being cute – but she keeps referring to the fake ring that he got her and brings it up in front of her family as many times. It's almost like Shut up. throwing him out under the bus and yeah. reminding us that he's good for nothing. Yeah, just and shut up, Emily. Emily, you'll get a ring when Coben is five. Yeah. When he's gotten a... It to me, just, it's like, what is more... I don't get that. To me, it's, that is uh, intentionally hurtful for him. It's intentionally for, for hurtful, and it's also I think Emily is just short sighted, and I think it's she's not looking at the. For me, I would much I would say, honey, don't buy me a, a ring. Spend time. Spend a thousand dollars on uh, a vocational school. She will never ever say that. But she, that's what I'm saying. What I mean by yeah. short sighted. She doesn't see the long game. Is she just wants a ring? And like, I don't fucking care about a ring. I feel like, like we're past getting the engagement ring. You let him knock you up and you had his baby. Welcome to real life spoiled child. She's 29. I feel like we all know Emily. There's there was an Emily in my high school and and either the Emilys we know either life Dick slapped them in the face, and they had a rude awakening, and they became really probably good people and, and rose up to the occasion of life, or they're stuck in the same, and they're still 50 years old, and they're terrible, and they're raising terrible, spoiled children. Yeah. that That's the two things I could think of. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. I just got your shirt because it says Sasquatch. I, I wore this sassy. on tour. It's a sassy squatch. If you're looking on the intimate portrait, if you are, you're sitting right by Poodle's shirt right here. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Uh, stop what, it! What a breastfeed from me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh! Stop it! Where's something I can stop? Pump. Okay, moving on. Moving you can on. milk me if you suck hard enough. Oh, bleh. let's talk about <laughs> something that's less gross to me than that, which is saying ropes of semen. Bilal and Shida. Shall we speak to? Ugh. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Again, the 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 amount of it's almost like someone says every time the camera comes into a room, they say, "Shida, look busy, <laughs> do something, <laughs> just clean, clean that." Because I think she's, I think that she's desperate when she's on camera to be doing things, and I think she's an awkward person. I think she's awkward, and I don't. I think she it almost she does act like she doesn't want to be on television. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, I think she thinks it will help her career in life. Because all of her Instagram stuff, they're not videos. They're interesting. They're pictures. Very different. So, y'all, she loves his house. She's meeting, I'm in heaven. She's, she's meeting she's his kids, heaven. which she's probably thinking, oh, these fuckers for real. For real. Yusuf and Zayna. Um, and they meet. <clears throat> oh God, I can't. By the way, I keep saying this, and I'm going to keep saying this this house is awful yeah it is and it, this has and sissies were it like has model oh home written all over it, it model home and it has daylight leds all fucking over it uh, oh god y'all it's just it's abysmal <laughs> and so they all come and, and Bilal's like family hug and everyone kind of just tries to huddle together yeah and then they call her a bonus mom which i is a term i've heard before 
I, I just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't. I, it, mm. it actually kind of ugh, made my stomach turn, and I don't know why. And then I thought, well, Matt, maybe you don't need to have an. It opinion sounds on this. sister wifey gonna, to me. It just. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, but I guess what's the? I guess some people just don't like the term stepmom. Yeah. But I'm not one of those – like, it's the same time people that don't want to be called grandma or grandpa. Like, if uh, I want, if I had grandchildren, I would be fine with them calling me grandpa or grandfather. I, I don't there, care. There's a, there's a really complicated thing that happens when, when one parent marries another person and the other oh, parent yeah. is still alive. Oh, yeah. And, but I think you always called – oh, we're cold. I got chilled, y'all. I think you – Had to get a blanket. You called your step-parents by their first names, right? Well, but I was an adult, yes. Yes. They're very much as an adult. What would have happened if you would have been a kid? What do you think? No, but happen? I would like for my dad's second wife, because she was around a long time, and my mom's second husband, I, on like Mother of Father's Day, I would get them those cards that said to my stepmom or stepdad. Or I think that's like that. okay. Yeah. Um, like, the third I, time around, I told my parents, you're on your fucking own. I, I agree, card. though. Step, stepfather, stepmother is never the best terminology, just how it's depicted in popular culture. But thanks, Cinderella. This is this is one thing where maybe, again I'm not associated with this. I think it has to come from the kids. I that I, I do think that I did not like her just saying, "Why don't you call me Mother Umi?" When she said that, I went, "Whoa!" So he, this is what I like about this is what Ninety Day Fiance does well. So they show us the they show us the crazy of one person, Bilal, and yep. we're like, "Oh my god." Hate him, hate him. They did this with Kobe. Hate him, hate him, hate him. Can't believe this. And then we see her do this, and I go, whoa. Is Slow she your roll. Not, is she not realistic as well? Because that seems really just a bit on the delusional side. Because she, she promoted and said, oh, I have nieces or nephews, and I play with them. I'm really great with kids. Y'all, she's not good with kids. I don't like games. Yeah. When, when the kids met... When the kids said, I actually have to give it to Bilal's children, yep. they were... They were very normal. They, not only very normal, they were wonderful to her. And cordial to and, her. And very polite and very open. They, they weren't pulling Olivia and Kins- Kinsley's. No, on season five of her <laughs> class no, list, no, y'all. No, also, I think if I was Olivia or Kinsley, I wouldn't have been nice to Luis either. No, but, but they didn't even give him a chance. No. So the fact when his son says, hey, do you want to go play a game or something? And she goes... Uh, Shida, you gotta show you can hang. Even you, like that's when if a family brought me in and I was the stepmom, and they would be like, even even the Baroness Schrader from from yes, from or, Sound of Music played ball and she was terrible. Yeah, or even Vicky from Parent Trap who yes. just died. R.I.P. Actress. She just she went camping with you, Haley Mills. You gotta try so the kids can play jokes and make you realize that. They're not right for you. you. Yes, you've got. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you, she she could have. There was no effort on her yeah. part. It's fucking pool. Now, did you see Shida hold the pool cue with the things with the railing the wrong way and the the chalk yeah, side was yeah, just I yeah. Went, ah! yeah. She didn't know. Also, did you happen to notice on the way in the sign outside the pool room? Said man cave. It said man, cave. said man cave. And you buy those at Hobby Lobby. You do. If, you do. 
if you had any speaking of women's rights, we can't shop any at Hobby Lobby. misconceptions about Bilal being an absolute douchey asshole. Hopefully, this will tip the scales. Well, no, 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 no. Think about it. You've been some uh, basement rooms that said man cave on it. It's a different kind of man cave. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just also, when he says, I like your man cave, that oh, is different. Oh, that's different than, yeah. okay. Than dip, yeah. Different than his fraternity. Although, uh, like his man cave, you did have fraternity paddles on your wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Been there. Slightly used. Slightly, like his. <laughs> Only personal thing in the house, by the way. We've yep. seen nothing personalized to him except for those fraternity paddles and like some sports stuff. The whole scene, and I wrote, I'm about to jump out of my skin during this scene. Could, did you feel like, for me, I was watching it, and I felt like Shida was the same age as the kids almost. Yes. Like she felt emotionally, and th- but then a, the part that... You mean, and also the fact he was wearing a three-piece suit during playing pool? Yes. He well, couldn't take off his fucking jacket? He came from work. I know. Um, this is what bothered me the most, though. The most out of this entire thing. So they ask, they're just talking. Kids come up. The daughter asks, do you want any kids? And normally this is not appropriate. And we, however, I, I, I guarantee you the kid, kids were pushed. They probably that. kids. But also kids when they're younger also just ask these things. Yeah, they will. And so, and I think shy to handle that. She said the right, she said, well, yes, but that's more of a question for your father. Because she, because A, that's, she meant it as shady. I would have said it like, oh, and kind of brushed off the situation. But I was like, no, I think it's a question for you. Uh, no, that you actually said that better than what he said. He said, no, they're asking you questions, young lady. And he called Shida young lady. I thought that was to his daughter. No. Oh. I think that was to Shida. At least that's what I got. Oh, followed, I thought he was calling his daughter that. Never mind. I don't think so. Uh, Y'all said. Yikes. Because I thought. What? How would you feel if some guy you were with called you young? It doesn't. It doesn't surprise it. me at all. But <laughs> young lady, because I thought I would want to be called young of, man in Bridgerton cosplay. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I would prefer. Oh, madam. fuck! This backfired. <laughs> I really meant to just say it. You've been called young lady many a times, but for me, if someone called me young man, I my partner would not call me that. I think. Mm, oh, I'm okay with that too. Wow. <laughs> At the right situation. <laughs> Hello, young man. This show is buffoonery. You've been having good marks all semester. Stop it! Do you want to see what we do for good marks? Bend over. What? Stop! <laughs> Stop! Thank you, Headmaster. <laughs> and I do call you Headmaster. All right. So she's calling her sister. Judai. Also, this bathroom and bedroom are fucking disgusting. Horrendous. Oh, it looks so gross. Anyway, she calls her sister. And this, this is where I feel like, for me, I got a bit of Shida in that. Shida does hold, I think, in talking to her sister, the way she, who's somebody she's very comfortable with, she kind of is crying, but did you notice how she's crying? She's really trying to stop herself from crying. 
I think Shida holds everything in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so that's going to be a problem because Bilal is showing you, I don't know, whoever, but not who the real Bilal is because he's a fucking sociopath. This is the, they are the worst combination of people for one another. I, I still say I have this great fear that this is going to be a couple who we see is fine and we are treated to them on Instagram living uh, a perfect life. And we all know it's not. Because Bilal needs to be somebody who keeps it real like, what's her name on you and me and my ex? Uh, Lethal. Lethal. But who was the woman <laughs> that called her Lethal? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the eyelash that went the other way. Yeah, blonde God, hair. God, what I was loved. her name? But she kind of kept it fucking real. Oh. Like, that's what Bilal needs, but he'll never date that. God, bring life. back that foursome. Oh. Oh. And I didn't... Jack... Jack uh, I can't remember all their names. Now. I don't know if that show got renewed. I don't really love that show. Y'all, no, you me, my ex, the gay guy and the girl that <laughs> ended up getting married. Y'all, they they just had a fucking baby, full on. I mean, live your life, but he gay, he gay. He it's gay. and you may he may actually he may be bisexual. Well, he was gay. He was with a man, but. He, honey, he likes men. He does. He's, oh, I wonder if it was, if it was through natural, natural means they, they Yeah, I think pregnant. they fucked. Yeah. That, I'm sure that, that whole. I'm sure if he, if he listens to uh, Beyonce's Love on Top, he can get hard. <laughs> Which is a great song. After by the, the way. fourth key change, he's like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And that last key change brings them across the line. Well, yeah. Wow. Yes, you. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But Fittery, the show. Uh, by the way. I love that Beyonce song. I love that song That's too. That's a great song. It is only, it's my second favorite Beyonce song, and my first one is Halo. Oh, that song makes you cry when you really sit and listen to it. Yes. Doesn't it? Yes. Have you ever seen her sing it to children at her concerts? No, I have not. Oh, she'll have like kids that, and they'll either be uh, specially, or I don't even know the PC term. I don't know if we say special needs now or special needs, but. She'll just start singing to them and start singing about their oh. halo. And you're, it's very beautiful. Um, I've never seen her live. I have my partner saw her at the Rose Bowl, and I uh, we I was out of town. I think I was in Oklahoma or something. So you're just going off secondhand knowledge. No, the videos of her oh, singing. Oh, I There's see. all these videos. But no, I will go and see her when she comes around again. For I'd sure. like to. Um, Unless so, it's Coachella, I'm not driving out there. The sister basically says she's talking about the fact that. Bilal keeps pushing off, and it's true. He finds a different way to say, he'll say, they keep saying, we'll see, Well, we'll see. No, 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 and also, well, yes, it's yes, yes, and Shida, we wondered about this last episode, Shida said, she asked him when he was in Trinidad if he wanted to have kids. Sure, I could have another kid said, or two. sure, I could have two kids, and now he's telling her a totally different story. God, y'all. That's where the difference of, how Emily dare really you do this to me. this woman? Emily is a spoiled brat, I think, with a good heart, but it's just really fucking spoiled. This guy is evil. I wish I could take you back to our first episode with Emily. 
I know I liked her. <laughs> I liked her. I'm still I'm still rooting for her. I'm still rooting for any I'm rooting for any couple that has a baby like this if yeah. they can come together. I wish I'd go back to our first episode with Big Ed too. Because I, I was like, eh, a little bit. But I'm like, buddy, who knows? Uh Hey. Yeah. Uh we, but anyway, she's we like, all Mike Jimena. Oh we, yeah. Sometimes Jimena. we're wrong. So I get to see they're like uh Mark K. Sometimes we're wrong. I'm not. I know. I uh, build up some. They didn't work. They broke up. Wait, no, we can be wrong, but we don't. We're, I'm saying about people. I don't still. I don't dislike. I know, but you said them. love wouldn't survive at all, and they're not together anymore. How do you feel about that? I don't. Why are you trying to turn that <laughs> around, around for me? I'm still hurting with the. the Yo, that's together. love in paradise. Although I don't. I don't think he's that good of a guy. So I think she's better off with someone I think else. So too. Love in paradise is coming back soon. June first. We're, We're covering June 10th, that on June our. 10th. Patreon and Supercast, by the way, and then when it tr- comes out on TLC, we'll drop it on um, kind of like what we're doing the Single Life right now. That drops. I drops it. I just want to say one more thing about yeah. Shida, and she said she was talking to her sister, and she says, "I got to see all of you had families, and I got to see all of you do that mm-hmm. and be the aunt. And now, I don't know if it's going to happen for me. What do I do? Heartbreaking, honey. You go back home." And just start like over. her daughters, like her mom said, get your backside back here. Yeah, she, as her sister said, you can have one of mine. <laughs> I really like her sister. I, I really like Shida. I, I like Shida. I just, but I do see. I think it. It's not what a, it's not if and or. So it's like if I come at Shida about something, it's not saying I'm Bilal's right. No, he's a monster. Yeah. But I'm saying what it's. It's not zero sum. Yeah. Mean. What's the worst? thing too is that it seems like so far what we're seeing i bet shida really plans out her life yeah and she's like hubs not this summer not hub hu, not hot hub house summer but last summer when right. Lindsay had a list of in a timeline and god shida, bless ooh, that's not gonna work out well for her um that's the show that's oh we're not gonna do another one okay no. yeah all right yo. <laughs> we were gonna do another couple like when i go that's but y'all, uh, we're gonna. Who were we gonna talk? We were talking about Ari and Benny, but Ari we'll, push them, we'll push them to episode two. Everybody, so. I talked for five minutes about Eurovision. <laughs> five minutes, fifteen. No, I no. looked at the clock. I'm it was gonna clock. Minutes. No, you're you're not. Yeah, you're I'm not being truthful. You, no, I'm telling you. I can't it was say eight anything. minutes, if a if that. Hey, that's fine because I got an Oklahoma story on part two and you're not going to be able to no. say a word. No, 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 Everybody, come see us live. Again, go to our website. It's not up right now, so go to our Linktree link. Tree link uh, in our, uh, that's on our TikTok link. That's on our, uh, I think it's on our Twitter, but it's definitely on our Instagram. It's on our Instagram. It's also just in the show notes of this episode that you're listening to. It says, go well, how about it. that? So just scroll down to the notes and click on there and come see us live. Um... VIP is selling out in some places, and but overall, I still think, except for Dallas, is Dallas and San Francisco. San Francisco, the regular seats are getting closer to yep. sold out too. So if you want to get that for a Pride kickoff in San Francisco, Pride you be- kickoff, you better get on it. All right, everybody, we call these. People- I'm going to be punted like a football later that weekend. Wow. <laughs> We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you, if you're going to have sex, you got to suck her boobs. (laughs) That's what happens. Right? That is what happens. So if you say, when we have sex, I have, I must suck her boobs. Yeah. Call us. Call us. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 